Hello, guys. Great to be live with you. I was going to cover the new triple-demic hysteria today, but I realize I have got to highlight the, the jailing of Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, and of course, many more. Trump's turning himself in tomorrow. This is so critical to American liberty because this criminal case is about the First Amendment and about elections, which are two of the most sacred uh, key foundational aspects of being an American. So we've got to zone into what's really happening in this case, because it is an attack on both elections and free speech. So let's look at the hub of what uh, of why Giuliani got jailed today. He was released immediately. What he really did uh, versus what he's being accused of and why, you know, the First Amendment precedent for this. And then tomorrow I'm going to cover the triple-demic because <laughs> this is important stuff. Too much news going on. Let me show you the video of Rudy Giuliani after he was jailed, mugshotted, and then released. Uh, reporters swarmed him. Here it is. Uh if they can do this to me, they can do this to you. Remember, three years ago, the FBI raided my apartment and my law office. And they investigated me for two and a half years. 20 years of my life they investigated. And they wrote a letter to the grand jury that they couldn't find a single crime. So that should have pretty much cleared me out, don't you think? Except for this ridiculous uh, case in which I'm being prosecutor for defending an American citizen who uh, I do as a lawyer and five other lawyers are indicted. That should tell you right away that this is a an assault on our Constitution. Uh, uh, Fannie Willis will go down in American history as having conducted one of the worst attacks on the American Constitution ever when this case is dismissed. She has uh, violated uh, people's First Amendment right to advocate uh, the government, to petition the government for grievances, like an election they believe was poorly conducted or falsely conducted. People have a right to believe that in America. Uh, Biden and the Biden state doesn't have a right to tell you what the truth is. He's calling out Fannie Willis, the district attorney there in Fulton County, which is Georgia, the one who is prosecuting uh, Trump and 18 associates and he's predicting that this case will be dismissed. Now, after reading the indictment, actually, if this thing goes to trial, I mean, it's a shame they had to go through the mugshots and get arrested and everything. But since they've gone through that, let's take this thing to trial because then evidence will have to be presented in court in front of the masses. This is not a federal court, guys. So cameras are allowed. And I want to see this election evidence in prime time on camera in this court case. If we take this thing to court, we're going to find out what really happened in the 2020 election. So, you know, while it sucks to be arrested, this is actually a blessing in disguise for Rudy Giuliani's intentions, as far as I, I can see, uh, because he's been trying to get this evidence out here. Well, now, uh, this case is going to demand evidence from both sides. Is Giuliani really lying? Prove that he's lying. You have to prove that these anomalies didn't happen. And then Giuliani has to prove that these election anomalies did happen. So this will be a fascinating trial. I, I actually really hope it goes to trial. Uh, but this is it, it is egregious that this case was ever brought. It's a total violation of the First Amendment. It's scary to think that a district attorney can just launch charges against someone without consequences because 
for her as the DA, if uh, she's proven wrong, all she gets to say is my bad. I thought uh, I thought he did something wrong. Uh, meanwhile, she's run all these people's lives through the mud. So the weaponization of uh, of false charges by a DA is a scary thing. Let me check your comments. Uh, thanks for joining me late. Do you guys like later podcasts? They actually work better for me. I'm a night owl. Real quick, uh, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. A surging national debt is bullish for gold. The debt ceiling drama ended with nominal budget cuts and a shiny new credit card with no limit for the federal government. A Bank of America senior analyst recently told the Wall Street Journal that big stock market rally is going to be followed by a big collapse. Are you prepared to be to protect your retirement savings for at least another year of this current administration, the time for gold is here. Demand is soaring. Let National Gold Group show you options for investing in precious metals like gold and silver in your retirement accounts and for direct delivery. Take advantage of the best deal in precious metals. Mention my channel, Ivory Hacker, and pay no fees when you roll over your IRA and invest your IRA or 401k into physical gold and silver qualified accounts will receive the lifetime fee waiver on rollovers through 2023. Call 866-8886-617-5927 today. That number is down in my description. Get a free investor guide today. National Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer. Call 888-617-5927 and add the power of gold to your portfolio. Remember, there's always a risk of loss with any investment. All right, so... Rudy Giuliani has maintained his innocence, according to NBC, claiming the only thing he's guilty of was zealously advocating for his client. And all three of the people who turned themselves in today are are Trump attorneys. The fact that you can't be an attorney for someone without getting arrested, pretty crazy. Uh, five of, of Trump's attorneys have been charged, uh, Giuliani was just saying today. And when reporters confronted him outside of his apartment today, he said, I got photographed. Isn't that nice? <laughs> In regards to his mugshot. Uh, this uh, quite humiliating to get a mugshot. Oh, I didn't show you guys the mugshots. Uh, let me show you. You've probably seen it. Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, and Sidney Powell. Uh, I think Jenna did it right. Smiling. Uh, if you got, you got to get your picture taken, at least look good. Anyway, so I was reading page 14 of the indictment. Now, all of these people were charged with racketeering. Um, they are a criminal gang, according to prosecutors in Georgia. And I was just seeing this highlight uh, post of how all these rappers across America, some of the top rappers in America are all becoming Trump supporters. And I'm kind of seeing why, because Trump's getting grouped in as like a gangbanger. Like, oh, he's like, he's, you know, outside the, you know, he's rough and a cr- being accused of crimes, just like these, these, a lot of these rappers are. So they're siding with him. Anyway, you know, it's interesting. So page 14, talking about their criminal enterprise, this big gang that Trump was organizing to overturn the election. Uh, It says the enterprise operated in Fulton County, Georgia, elsewhere in in the states of Georgia, in the state of Georgia, as well as other states, including but not limited to Arizona, Michigan, Nevada, uh, New Mexico, 
Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and the District of Columbia, they were committing racketeering in all those states, according to the indictment, which, as we know, those states listed were some of the top swing states that were critical for determining the outcome of the election and where election laws were bent last minute due to a pandemic and where a a lot of anomalies occurred that required a lot of analysis. And the people who did the analysis, who, who did the probing to see what's really going on are now being criminally charged. Uh, so page, page 15 of the indictment, uh, says the purpose of the false statements, it, it, talking about Rudy Giuliani being charged with false statements in addition to racketeering, he was accused of quite a few false statements, which under the First Amendment of the Constitution, false statements are protected, even if he was like lying is protected by the First Amendment of the Constitution. And the reason is, it is too if you were to ban lying, it would be too easy for anyone to weaponize that against someone to say, oh, I think he's lying, so I'm going to charge him. Uh, it just the lines on what can be said get so blurred if you criminalize lying. So therefore, under the Constitution, lying is protected. Even if he was lying, that's protected on the Constitution. But I think it's pretty clear he's not lying because he actually believes what he's saying. And again, that's an opinion. My opinion is he believes what he's saying. The DA of Fulton County, her opinion is that he does not believe what he's saying, that he's actually lying. Either of our opinions, it doesn't matter under the First Amendment. Both types of statements are protected under the First Amendment. Although in the state of Georgia, there is a law against... Uh, false statements given to a government official in reading that statute. I think it's, I think that is an unconstitutional statute in the state of, of Georgia that needs to be obliterated, but they are trying to use that Georgia statute against Giuliani to prove that he was making false statements and reading this, I'm saying, let's go, let's do this trial, let's have Giuliani bring all the evidence that he was trying to show anyway. He got banned on every mainstream platform. He's been rumbling up a storm. Giuliani has been doing so many rumble videos to try to expose what he's found. Here his, is his opportunity to bring forth all the evidence that the Fulton County DA doesn't believe exists, lay it all out. This is what some people dream of, he's going to get all the prime time attention to say, here's exactly what happened on election day. You know, when that water main broke, here's the surveillance video um, and all the other things he's been claiming. So I think this is a blessing in disguise for Giuliani and the American people to find out the truth. Okay. So uh, page 15 uh, of the indictment says the purpose of the false statement was to persuade Georgia legislators to reject lawful electoral uh, votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and that they did the same thing in Arizona, Michigan and Pennsylvania. So apparently Giuliani was going around, um, not only Giuliani, but Tr Trump's entire racketeering gang was going around, according to the indictment, 
trying to convince state legislators to reject the elector electoral votes and the duly elected presidential electors and get new electors to overturn the uh, the election and that was that was their main big gang banging scheme in this indictment of which Jenna Ellis Sidney Paul Rudy Giuliani, they're all accused of this racketeering. Uh, page 16, members of the enterprise made false statements to the government. Uh, the governor of Georgia, the secretary of state, speaker of the Georgia House, they also, quote, corruptly solicited the secretary of state and the Georgia speaker to violate their oath to the Georgia Constitution, the U.S. Constitution, by unlawfully changing the outcome of the November election. So um, that's... The, the criminal enterprise, the gang, the racketeering, they were saying words to influence the Secretary of State and the Georgia Speaker, um, I, and, and again, as well as the governor. And again, I think that's also protected by the First Amendment. If you want to say words to the governor to try to encourage him to do something, uh, that's you, you can talk, talk up his ear all you want, that's your First Amendment right. And then he has the right to do whatever he wants based on what you told him. So this criminal charge for talking to the governor, that's so that's supposedly gangbanging. That's supposedly racketeering. I disagree with this. Uh, members of the Enterprise, page 16, it says that they created a false electoral college document and recruited individuals to convene and cast false electoral college votes, then sent those votes to the United States Vice President, the archivist for the U.S., the Georgia Secretary of State, and the Chief Judge of the U.S. District Court, uh, Northern District of Georgia. Page 17, falsely accused uh, election worker Ruby Freeman. Guys, this is the this is the surveillance video in Georgia where the water main broke and then you see people on surveillance video Count, I mean, you're pulling uh, containers out from under a table and counting ballots. This is a big part of the criminal charges against Rudy Giuliani as well. Page 17 talks about falsely accused election worker Ruby Freeman. He falsely accused her of committing crimes, election crimes. The false claims were repeated uh, repeated to get officials to change the election outcome. So again, this is a violation of the First Amendment. For Rudy Giuliani to say that Rudy, that Ruby Freeman is a criminal and to tell multiple people over and over in hopes that they will take action on something is his First Amendment right. And looking at you know, from what I can tell, Rudy Giuliani believes that Ruby Freeman is a criminal. So again, this trial, it better go to trial. This is his opportunity to, to showcase all the evidence he has on Ruby Freeman uh, counting those ballots. It's all on surveillance video. Quote, in furtherance of this scheme, members of the enterprise traveled from out of state to harass Freeman, intimidate her and solicit her to falsely confess to election crimes that she did not commit. 
So that's being an investigator. If she's caught on camera doing something that appears highly illegal and you, your legal team is investigating this case, uh, you would be lazy not to go knock on her door. And she actually, there is police body cam video on Truth Social showing that Ruby Freeman called 911 after someone from Trump's racketeering gang uh, went to her door. Apparently someone out of Chicago came to Ruby Freeman's door in Georgia to ask her about why she was counting ballots in the surveillance video after the water main break. And so the police officer shows up and talks to her. It's all caught on body cam video. You can just search Ruby Freeman on True Social to see that. So that is not to, to go knock on her door and solicit her to falsely confess to an election crime. Um, I don't think that, again, that's not, it's not a crime to follow up on leads and say, hey, Ruby, what really went down? Will you confess to what really went down? I mean, this is what police do all the time. Police try to, police even try to get people to falsely admit that they killed someone. Um, if you've ever seen these 48 hours videos where their, their police are grilling people just to play mind games and get them to admit to something. That's, you know, people solicit confessions and for Trump's people to try to get Ruby to confess. And now they're being charged for trying to get her to confess. That sounds like another violation of the First Amendment to me. Uh, So the machines that Ruby Freeman and two other people were using can apparently process about 3,000 ballots an hour. In that surveillance video on election day, they had multiple machines and they were there for two hours. You can do the math on how many ballots. OAN covered this. They showed the surveillance video. You can find OAN's report also if you search Ruby Freeman on True Social. And OAN is reporting that surveillance video shows that this woman scanned the same stack of ballots over and over again at least three times. That's highly illegal to scan any ballot more than once. And OAN is reporting that the surveillance video shows her taking the same stack again and again through the machines. So sounds like this can be a pretty easy case for Rudy Giuliani for Trump's entire team if they get a chance to bring this to trial. Uh, this case better not be dismissed. It better, I want this thing to go to trial. Let's see this stuff. Now, USA Today is reporting that surveillance video of Ruby Freeman after the pipe burst at the Atlanta County Station. Counting station. USA Today is saying, look, the pipe burst at 6 a.m. It was 17 hours later at like 11 p.m. that Ruby and the others were, were counting the ballots in that surveillance clip that's been seen by a lot of people. Now the surveillance footage does say 11 PM, as I recall, 
Um, I also, as a crime reporter who's reviewed a lot of surveillance footage, I know that many surveillance cameras, uh, time the time on the camera is actually way off. Many surveillance cameras um, have the wrong time. So I don't know if that's correct. I, I don't know. But if you can see her counting ballots over and over, the same ballot, being run through more than once, that is a huge, that, that right there is like a huge violation, regardless of anything else, regardless of whether that happened during the main break or 17 hours later, or whether anyone else was observing. You hope that election watchers would catch that, but if they didn't, who cares if watchers were there, if the surveillance video shows that, Boom. There you've got, you've got your case right there. Biden only won by about 11 to 12,000 votes against Trump in Georgia. With two hours time, that many machines, the amount of ballots that can be run through in two hours, which is what Ruby Freeman had, you know, if it is, if the accusations against her are true, I haven't watched the full two hours of video through, so I can't say right now, but OAN's report, OAN's reporter apparently watched the video and she was running the same ballot through over and over. Um, I mean, with that amount of time, she totally had enough time to run at least 12,000 votes, which would make the difference in that election. So uh, that's a big, so the Ruby theme, Freeman thing is big and, um, Rudy Giuliani's getting, getting charged for crimes for trying to get, you know, send people to talk to her as well as to, to raise the alarm and talk to other people and say, Hey, Ruby did something wrong. Are you aware of what she did? He's being charged for that. I think it's a violation of the first amendment. Uh, page 18 of the indictment, unlawful breach of election equipment. They stole ballot images, voting equipment, and software, po- personal voter information. Ooh, this is the part where Sydney Powell gets involved. She's accused of tampering with the equipment, which we'll get into in a bit. Um, page 72 is where Giuliani is named for... Uh, his false statements, which the, the big crime is false statements. False statements are protected under the First Amendment, even if he was lying, which I it looks like this man believes what he's saying. Anyway, says that he was charged with false statements and writings on or about December 3rd of 2020. It says that he lied to the Georgia Senate, saying at least 96 ballots were counted on Election Day, despite there being no record that the ballots had been returned to a county elections office. So those would be phantom, what some people call ballots. Also, that the D machines used on election day in Michigan mistakenly recorded 6,000 votes for Biden when uh, the votes were actually for Trump. So page 72 is talking about the flipping of your 
selection of who you want to be president. You know, I'm saying stuff I can't talk about on YouTube, but these D machines, again, I keep talking about how the, uh, this, uh, these, Federal Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency did a years-long investigation of the D-machines, uh, apparently beginning before 2020, and the results of that uh, investigation came out, as I recall, it was May of 2022, or was it May of 2020? No, it was May of 2022. The results of this federal investigation of the D-machines came out. They were published by the Associated Press, and... Federal investigators admitted what Sidney Powell, they agreed with what Sidney Powell claimed about the flipping of, you know, if it was going to go to Trump, now it goes to Biden. Federal cyber investigators confirmed that about the D machines. And then you see what I just talked about the CNN headline from June of this year saying that the Secretary of State of Georgia says that even though he is aware of these major flaws in the machines, that he will not update them until after 2024. So Georgia is adamant to hold on to these flawed machines. There's so much evidence from federal investigators on the vulnerabilities of these machines that Giuliani, Trump, Sidney Paul can all use in their case um, here. So now federal investigators in presenting the flaws of the D machines were quick to say, but there's no evidence that there, that these flaws have ever been harnessed. No hacker has ever actually, you know, we, we have no evidence a hacker has ever actually tampered with this, but they're very vulnerable to hackers. So that's the narrative. Um, so anyway, Sidney Powell apparently got a hold of one of these machines and hired experts to investigate their vulnerabilities. And now she's being charged for that. Why would you be, be charged for double checking whether people's votes really count? This indictment is horrifying. Page 73, Giuliani, um, apparently requested and harassed state legislature to unlawfully appoint presidential electors. Again, that's protected free speech. If Giuliani wants to tell someone to appoint an elector, he can say whatever he wants to say as a, an American citizen, as a lawyer, give advice to a, a state legislator. I think you should appoint this elector. The state legislator then has the freedom to do what he wants after hearing Giuliani's advice, but Giuliani has the freedom to give advice, protected free speech again. Uh, page 74, Giuliani made false statements, quote, that it is quite clear from State Farm Arena video, that's where, that's where the surveillance video, that's where the water main break, and then the video pulling cases out from under a table, um, that was State Farm Arena in Atlanta. He says, it's clear from the State Farm Arena video from November 3rd that Fulton County election workers were committing theft in regards to votes and that Georgia officials were covering up a crime in plain sight. By the way, I've linked this whole indictment down in my description if you guys want to follow along. I should have said that. It was page 74 um, of the indictment against Trump, Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna, Jenna Ellis. Um. 
he also he's accused of um, making false statements that Democratic officials got rid of reporters, observers, and you know anyone during the water main break. Democrat officials kicked everyone out of the arena, and then quote went about their dirty, crooked, crooked business. He also, they're saying he also made false statements that 12 to 24,000 ballots were counted in an illegitimate manner that night at the arena. So he's estimating that's the amount they were able, you know, that lady was able to run over and over through the machines while nobody was watching due to a main break. In Michigan, he he's accused of saying that in Michigan, 700,000 more ballots were counted that were sent to voters. I'm just, YouTube, I'm just reading from the indictment. <laughs> I'm not making these statements, YouTube. Uh, this is from the indictment against Giuliani, that he, that in Michigan, 700,000 more ballots were counted than were sent to the voters. So you get that thing in the mail, and then you mail it in. But... 700,000 people didn't get it in the mail, yet it was still mailed in. What's going on? Um, He's also accused of making false statements that Ruby Freeman and company were passing around, quote, USB ports to infiltrate the D machines. I think they meant thumb drives, USB ports. But, you know, apparently this is what was on surveillance video. And even if it wasn't, Giuliani has the freedom of speech under the U.S. Constitution to say that. He can say that. He can also say this next alleged false statement. He's accused of saying in the indictment, 96,000 ballots were counted with no record of them having been returned to county election officials. Uh, again, these votes that are just out of nowhere, you know, uh, he's accused or he's accused of saying that it's accused of being false. And now he gets to prove it in court. The DA has to prove it's a lie. I want to see this. This is my kind of criminal court case. Let's see what's really going on. But bottom line, you know, her charging him with false statements. She's just totally trampling over the First Amendment. Page 90, it finally gets to Sidney Powell. Now, while she's also uh, accused of being a gangbanger, she's a a racketeering in the first count, but now these other counts are her tampering with the actual machines. Page 90 says Sidney Powell is accused of committing fraud when um, she conspired to tamper with ballot markers and tabulating machines in, in the Georgia, in Georgia from December 1st through January 7th. Now it gives those dates, December 1st, 2020 through January 7th, 2021. This is after all the votes were counted. So how is she tampering with an election? Who cares if someone double checks the machines at that time? Uh, I don't see how she tampered or committed fraud when she was obviously double-checking a machine long after the votes were counting just to make sure the machine works the way they said it works. It says that she hired Sullivan Stickler LLC. This is a group who provides the services of computer forensics, e-discovery, data restoration, and bankruptcy and wind-down. 
So cyber forensic experts, she hired them to double check these machines and make sure that they were, they work the way they were advertised kind of important. Well, that's how I can see it was being used, but the DA is accusing her of hiring these people to actually commit election fraud. Uh, it says that she used a computer without, quote, without authority and with the intention of taking and appropriating information, data, and software, the property of the D machine company, which were overt acts to affect the outcome of the conspiracy, end quote. So the machines were the property of the D machine company. So shouldn't they be the property of the American people? This is another huge concern to me when I'm reading this indictment. If we can never look at a machine because it belongs to the maker and the maker of the machine. So the people we we're not, we're never able to actually buy this machine off the company. Now it belongs to the American people. We want to make sure that our vote counts. So we, are free to double check this machine the month after the election. Instead, we're going to jail for double, double checking the machine because we somehow stole this machine because it still belongs to the machine company who made it. That's just so corrupt. Like we're never, it, nobody's ever able to double check these machines because they are the quote property of the machine company, according to this indictment. Then why does the machine company have any incentive to make a machine that is not flawed if nobody's allowed to look at it but them? So that's another huge concern looking at Sidney Powell's charges. Now, the, the, like I said, the Constitution protects lies. And I was looking this, this pro-free speech website, thefire.org. They have great analysis of this. They talk about, quote, how, how can you ensure that whatever laws you create to stamp out lies don't get abused, abused or stamp out important truths along with them? This question has been central to why discussions about regulating lies with laws have been so difficult and why they've almost always ended by erring on the side of letting false speech stay free. But what about lies that we know are lies? Shouldn't the government legislate against those? The Supreme Court would wrestle with this very question in a landmark 2012 case, United States versus Alvarez, this is a case where a man said that he got a Congressional Medal of Honor for serving in the military. And so this was taken to court. Ultimately, you know, making this lie about his military service, Justice Kennedy noted that, quote, some false statements are inevitable if there is to be an open and vigorous expression of views in public and private conversations, expression the First Amendment seeks to guarantee. The court's analysis recognized uh, this critical point that in order to preserve the freedom of expression, the First Amendment defense uh, lies must be protected the same way as any other speech. So 
ultimately Alvarez won that case, even though he lied about serving in the military and getting a medal of honor, his lie was protected. And so not to, again, I think Rudy Giuliani believes he's telling the truth. I don't think he's lying whatsoever, but even if he was, it's still protected. So what the heck is this Fulton County DA doing? Uh, and the art article goes on, the short answer to why lies are constitutionally protected is that outside of a few narrow and formal, formally recognized categories of unprotected speech, the First Amendment is neutral regarding the content of speech it defends. This principle was expressed beautifully by Justice Thurgood Marshall in the 1972 Supreme Court case, Police Department of Chicago versus Mosley. Uh, which questioned the constitutionality of a city ordinance banning non-union picketing outside of school buildings. In the majority opinion, Marshall wrote, quote, First Amendment means that government has no power to restrict expression because of its message, its ideas, its subject matter, or its content. His opinion continued. He listed all kinds of cases. So literally, Supreme Court has already said the First Amendment protects our ability to say any, express anything. The message, its ideas, its subject matter, its content cannot be uh, infringed by any government jurisdiction. Um, and then he cites Cohen versus California, Street versus New York, uh, New York Times versus Sullivan, and the NAACP versus Button. He also, he goes literally in his, in the opinion, siding with the picketers, he lists all these cases, Wood versus Georgia, uh, Terminiello versus Chicago, DeJong versus or, uh, Oregon. So tons of precedent in the Supreme Court to protect people's freedom to make false statements, even if these statements do end up being false, which this is a lot of evidence that's been censored. So a, a lot of us haven't had the ability to really look at this evidence. He's talking about as soon as Giuliani would put the evidence out, it'd be censored. You may have uh, recalled these long testimony of witness after witness after witness that happened on YouTube. And then as soon as the testimony finished, it got censored off of YouTube. So very few people saw the testimony of the people who witnessed the alleged fraud that Giuliani is claiming did occur. Um, this Supreme Court opinion by Judge Thurgood Marshall continues to permit the continued building of our politics and culture and to assure self-fulfillment of each individual. Our people are guaranteed the right to express any thought free from government censorship. The essence of this forbidden censorship is content control. Any restriction on expressive activity because of its content would completely undercut the profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues should be uninhibited, robust, and wide open. 
This is uh, Supreme Court Opinion 1972. New York Times, he, the opinion continues. New York Times versus Sullivan. Uh, Sullivan. Necessarily, then, under the Equal Protection Clause, not to mention the First Amendment itself, government may not grant the use of a forum to people whose views it finds acceptable, but deny use of those wishing to express less favored or more controversial views. And it may not select which issues are worth discussing or debating in public facilities. There is an equality of status in the field of ideas and the government must afford all opinions, uh, all points of view on equal opportunity to be heard once a forum is opened up to assembly or speaking by some groups. Government may not prohibit others from assembling or speaking on the basis of what they intend to say. Selective Exclusion from a public forum may not be based on content alone and may not be justified by reference to content alone. That is the Supreme Court case, 1972, Police Department of Chicago versus Mosley. So there you go. I really, it really appears that the DA of Fulton County, Georgia is violating the first amendment of our constitution, which is huge. It, you know, in, in an effort it appears to shut people down from looking at whether votes really counted in 2020. So again, this is a critical case for every one of us as Americans in our ability to speak freely, you know, that our speech is not suppressed and that our vote actually counts. And that is why it's actually really critical that each one of us pay attention to what's going to happen with this case against Rudy Giuliani, City Paul, Jenna Ellis, Donald Trump, and all of his associates. It really does apply to each one of us. And so I just had to do a live stream about this tonight uh, because I really want more people to be aware of what's happening in our country. It's scary stuff. Checking your comments. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and commenting. It helps my algorithm. Um, I have a YouTube agent and he said that YouTube's algorithm is definitely clamping down against news people, especially news people who, um, you know, talk about, things that don't fit the narrative. So he told me basically there's, you know, the algorithm is against you, Ivory. <laughs> uh, so anything you can do to help my channel, like commenting, sharing, liking helps. Thank you so much for the super chat, America Anna Hien. I don't know how to pronounce your name, but 20 Canadian dollars. I appreciate you. I hope you guys are staying away from all those fires up in Canada. What's going on? I know people have been arrested for arson up there. Uh, okay, looking at your... Anything else? YouTube is a joke. Yes, they really are. Thanks for the comment. Um, but this is where the people are. So my agent said, I really got to stay here because if I, if I go to rumble, like there's only a handful, basically, if you are getting paid by rumble to partner with rumble, you know, like if you're Russell brand, 
then rumble is worthwhile. Otherwise you just go into a pit of oblivion. Like my view, my videos get like a hundred views over on rumble. I'm, I'm on rumble, but there's no way to monetize what you're doing. So basically if I totally switched to rumble, I would completely demonetize myself. I would be making no money and then I'd be homeless. So that's why I stay on YouTube uh, because you can actually make money uh, uh, while actually reaching more people uh, with the truth. So I just, that's why I talk around the algorithm while still getting the truth to you guys here. Um, <laughs> you're talking about India landing on the moon. I heard India is going to try to land on the moon. We'll finally, we'll finally figure out the truth, whether America's moon landing was, yeah, was real. Uh, wait, I'm looking it up right now. The spacecraft lands on the moon in victory cry for a new India. Unreal. They just landed on the moon today. Congrats to our friends in India for the successful landing on the moon. Nations are built through perseverance. India continues to make history. What? Okay. The shadow of the uh, Chandrayaan-3 spacecraft is seen on the moon surface. So India allegedly, I'll show you guys, India allegedly landed on the moon and took this picture of the moon's surface. There you go. It looks the same as it did back in 1969, guys. Not too much different. Video quality is not too much different. <laughs> Picture quality. Except this time, this time we're not seeing. Well, I've got to see. Let me know if there is actual video of the Indian astronauts making their first step into space. You know, their first step onto the moon. Um, and if it shows their craft landing, I don't know if India had a whole cam camera crew get there first before their spacecraft actually landed like America did. But apparently the first step on the moon surface was the cameraman. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a moon expert. Um, <laughs> you heard they set up a call center on the moon. Why are all call center workers Indian? All right. Now we really digress. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks for supporting my channel. And like I said, I'll be back tomorrow to address this issue of the triple-demic and people putting masks back on. See you then. Bye.